last week my friend phoned and she was like all right uh, what are you what are you getting for Christmas like what do the kids want and um I'm planning on getting this what are you going to get and then my sister phoned a few minutes later and she's like right it's Black Friday so I'm just ordering the presents for the kids and I just ended up snapping and I didn't mean to but I snapped and I was like I don't know what my kids are having for dinner tonight I don't know what they want for Christmas yet Hello and welcome back to the Medic Mum podcast with me, Dr. Poonam. And me, Dr. Steph. And this week we're doing things a little bit differently in that we're going to go and do a deep dive into a topic that has actually sparked a lot of discussion behind the scenes for me and Steph. Yes, it really has. Today, what we're going to be talking about is the comparison game. And this is something that has been triggered by Christmas preparation. Um, So where are we now? We are on the 7th of December, which is a Monday. So the first was kind of fell in the middle of last week. And I don't know, from a personal point of view, our plan was to do everything at the weekend and kind of get things started. But obviously people had a slightly different idea. And I opened my Instagram feed the weekend before the 1st of December and it just completely exploded with... Christmas stuff. So people making reels, stories, IGTVs everywhere of Christmas decorations. And I just felt this really strong feeling of, oh my God, we're not doing this. I'm, I'm, I felt, I felt awful actually. And I felt like I'd underachieved as a parent. I've, you know, it's just all those feelings that come to the surface that I'm sure we have all experienced before. And I just, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like I, I had really let my daughter down in a way because she's she's three and a half now. She's old enough to know what is going on. She's learning about Christmas at preschool, and I just thought, oh, you know, I, I just felt really awful. So I put an Instagram story up and about it, and actually, so many people felt the same. And what I didn't realize was that you, Poonam, you'd also put an Instagram story up about asking people if they put their tree up yet, because clearly it was evident that you were feeling exactly the same way too. Um, so we had a bit of a chat about it, and we thought, you know what, we need to talk about this because it is something that will be cropping up for so many of us during this time, and not only around Christmas, but just so many different moments where this comparison game, this thing that we do to ourselves can crop up. Poonam, how how did you feel when you saw all of those stories? Oh my goodness, I totally resonate with everything that you've said there. I think I was the same as you in that I, I felt like it was just Halloween yesterday. Like we've just got over Halloween and how is it that everyone's Christmas trees are up? And I think that's just it. We, particularly you and I, we have probably a bit of an echo chamber where that we follow and engage with a lot of parents on our Instagrams. And I get, I absolutely get it. And I think if I'd been a bit more organised, I probably would have joined the early Christmas festivities because let's face it, you know, having the fairy lights up, having the trees up like it just brings a huge amount of joy and everything this time of year like denotes it's all about family togetherness fun and we are all needing that right now but that said last week in November I was not ready for it a friend of mine she's an amazing mum friend who keeps me right always keeps me right like she'll send me the whatsapps to remind me of like you know it's it's blue sock day tomorrow and it's purple sock day the day after that and next week we're wearing you know the t-shirts for whatever 
And I, today I was like, ah, oh, pick up. I was like, are you all sorted for Christmas? And she went, yeah. So I just finished the wrapping up of the presents um, this morning. And I was like, I, even I haven't any bought all my presents yet. And I think that's, it, it just, I think that some people are, I think that they've always been like that. Like, I, yeah. you know, my best friend is always like, like last week, my friend phoned and she was like, all right, uh, what are you what are you getting for Christmas like what do the kids want and um I'm planning on getting this what are you going to get and then my sister phoned a few minutes later and she's like right it's Black Friday so I'm just ordering the presents for the kids and I just ended up snapping and I didn't mean to but I snapped and I was like I don't know what my kids are having for dinner tonight I don't know what they want for Christmas yet like I appreciate it's Black Friday I'm so sorry I will send you a link to something when I figure it out. But then I just got off the phone and I was like, why am I not there? Because I'm juggling work, I'm juggling so many different things. My baby's been unwell and I just don't have the headspace to know or think about what do they want for Christmas. But I think that that's okay. I think some of us are very organised, some of us aren't. And Mm -hmm. this room for us all, I think we all need one another to just balance each other out. Well, that's the thing. I think it also is very much based on your personality, isn't it? Yeah. I have never been a very organized person. I am lastminute.com. All of my work, even, you know, preparation for <laughs> things like that. I honestly am one of those people. Well, I say this probably just to make an excuse for myself. I feel like I do thrive under pressure and I probably perform better under pressure. And there are certainly personalities that do that, but then others, you know, prepare and very, very organized. And I guess that kind of reflects in your parenting, but the way that you feel then when you see something triggers your own insecurities. And my insecurity is that I know that I am a little bit disorganized and I am a little bit last minute. So that is very much a yeah, internal reflection. I think that there's two camps because I, I reflected on this recently and I thought like, you know, every year I probably sit in the camp of the disorganized mothers. Like I'm very lastminute.com. My presents are usually kind of organized the week before, haphazardly scrambling to get everything sorted. And I always like as a person probably, but particularly as mother, I get things done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> albeit I pull it together in the last minute and make it look like it was always part of the plan. But then pandemic this year, it's just really heightened that level of stress, that last minuteness that we have. Mm-hmm. Like right now, most of us went into restrictions, like, you know, just a week or two ago. And therefore, accessibility to shops has been restricted. And just the way that you would normally go about organizing yourself for Christmas is that bit much altered. Mm-hmm. But then comes in you know, the pressures that you feel from your children. Um, you know, the 1st of December, usually you've got the advent calendar. It's like, I was out the night before, still trying to go, <laughs> oh, I need an advent calendar. And then you've got the elf. I go to town with my elf. Like, I love yes. it. I think that Christmas just brings out that inner child in me. And there's something just about getting up to shenanigans and watching the wonder in your little kid's eyes. And just, you know, that that evening where you're going around the house trying to think of the next naughty thing that you can do that's going to tease them in the morning. This year, I've had no headspace. Mm. I'm like, shenanigans? What? This whole year has been one big mighty <laughs> shenanigan. <You know? laughs> like, I you want know, to be the elf and I want I to want hide to from 2020. Exactly. <laughs> and I've just ended up finding, like, I mean, we're on the 7th of December. We only just took elf out of quarantine yesterday. Like conversations you would never have. But on saying <laughs> that, I do think that there has been nothing positive, apart from our babies, of course, this year. But, you know, this year has been really 
awful in every way. But then sitting down and thinking, actually, for my disorganization, I can actually blame COVID and get away with it this time. Like <laughs> yeah. Elf is actually Elf isolating. What a genius idea. <laughs> like this gives me a week of time to just collate myself. And we can we can just press pause. And I think this is it. It's just remembering time and time again that my situation, your situation, every other person's situation is unique. And we've all dealt with things so differently this year. We all want it to be special in their own little ways. How can we just try and dial the notch down a bit and not compare ourselves, which, you know, the first thing you and I did was get on the phone to each other and go, what? (laughs) Have you got your Christmas tree up? Oh no, you've not either. Let's poll. Let's do a poll on Instagram. (laughs) Yay. The majority of all so like on the same (laughs) (laughs) Like, why do we do this to ourselves? I have no idea. I, I, I honestly don't know. It can be so destructive because I, it was a Sunday evening, I think. And I just said to my husband, I was like, oh my God, I feel awful. Like I feel really, really bad. And you kind of start panicking and you, you know, you go into this kind of, I can't say that word, catastrophizing mode. Yeah. Yeah, Where you just, it, it escalates, doesn't it? And you start thinking that it's a reflection of you as a parent and you start questioning every little thing that you do. And you just think, why am I, yeah, like you said, why, why, why do we do this to ourselves? And I think ultimately at the end of the day, it's so cheesy, but I think it's because it's because we really care and it's because mm. we want to feel like we are doing the best that we can. And therefore, if we see that there's something that we aren't doing, we automatically translate that to, therefore, we're not a good parent. We're not, we're not doing enough. Um, mm. But like you said, it's, it, it's, it's t- being able to then take a step back and think, like you said, we've all got our own unique situations. That's okay if you aren't on the same track or path as someone else. It it was going to happen anyway, and it would have happened, but it was just the fact that I opened up the app and I saw what everyone else was doing. That's what made me feel bad. If I yeah. hadn't actually done that, um, it wouldn't have happened. Well, do you think that? Like, do you think, because I feel that Number one, we are the products of a society that is eternally kind of depicted what the perfect family at Christmas looks like. TV does that. All the adverts that come on show is that. Mm. And already, you you know, even as a child growing up, you do kind of feed into, oh, that's what it could or should look like. And then as we grow older, or we become parents, you kind of compare yourself to your mum friends or perhaps even your neighbours. I know that in our street, everyone gets, you know, quite adventurous with, <laughs> with their uh, decorations, whether it be Halloween, whether it's Easter, but particularly at Christmas. Mm. And I think that the wonder then comes from the children as they grow older. Like my seven-year-old definitely has become more and more aware of what Christmas is like and what it's all. It's, and it's all about the shiny things, isn't it? The lights and the more lights, the better, the more garish, the better. Um And you then start feeling pressures from all sides to just make it perfect. Like Mm -hmm. you just want to be that homemaker who just puts on the perfect displays and the hot chocolates and the movies and the pajamas and this. And we want that for ourselves. And perhaps right now at the end of what has been a very exhausting year, all of us are craving that downtime. But most of us parents are just still in survival mode. We've gone through, whether it's been having new babies, whether it's been through the thick of homeschooling, working from home with children, we're all just tired. Mm-hmm. And what should be a very fun time, which I think will be for the majority of us, 
It's just adding this other level of competitiveness and comparison that comes from platforms like social media, where we only see the highlight reels and we don't see anything else. And therefore, it must mean that we are disorganized. We are not good enough. Our tree perhaps is not great enough. You know, it's all these silly conversations that our insecurities feed into us when actually we're doing a great job because our children are happy. Yeah, exactly. I, I I think I managed to process the thoughts a little bit quicker and a little bit better than may, perhaps normally I would, because I think I've been, you know, we've spoken about this in previous episodes. I feel like it's a very much a work in progress, but it is that whole not beating yourself up too much, actually recognizing the feelings, taking a step back and then actually thinking, okay, let's think about this in a rational way. And so that turnaround perhaps was a little bit quicker in terms of, mm. do you know what? I'm feeling like this other people must be feeling like this as well. And then being, and then putting it out there on Instagram and then finding actually that loads of, like you said, loads of mums and parents are feeling exactly the same way. Um, I got a few messages from people who've got really, really young babies, you know, they're either newborn or a few months old. And like you said, they were like, I'm just trying to get through the day at the moment. I don't have the mental capacity to, um, or headspace to even contemplate thinking about other things. And that's exactly where I felt. And I think the timing of lockdown 2.0, you know, it finished on the 2nd of September, of September, 2nd of December. <laughs> and I think this second lockdown, I certainly just felt a little bit more kind of fed up. Yeah. A little bit more isolated, actually, even though we were able to go out. I don't know. Maybe it's also the weather, you know, it hasn't been as good. It's just, it's all been quite flat for me. Yeah. And I think that I was still feeling that way. And so just couldn't really think about trying to celebrate or be festive. Mm. Yeah. So I think that's why it was a particularly difficult thing to do as well. Yeah. I think you're right. I think that I've, I would describe my feelings as being overwhelmed. I feel really overwhelmed mm. with emotions at the moment. Like I don't really know whether I feel joyous or flat. Like sometimes I'm going through emotions every day and just thinking like where, when, how, what, what next. Mm-hmm. And it's got to that time of year where, you know, you've got the holidays coming up. And again, there's just so much uncertainty in the air. And and I think I'm having to really exercise the the advice that I give out, which is, you know, limit the social media use. Mm-hmm. Uh, be very selective with the, the kind of platforms that you're seeking uh, sort of information or connection from um, and go easy on yourself because we just don't know what the next few weeks is going to hold for us and it's for you and I both like it's our baby's second baby's first Christmas and still like it's great that we've got uh, you know our we can form bubbles with our loved ones um, and I hope that that advice remains until the time of Christmas. But then you can't help but switch on the medical hat and think about the ramifications that that might have beyond. So I think it's constantly the overthinking mind mm-hmm. that feels tired. And therefore, like even my husband, he, I bought these like stags that I'd wanted for years. And finally, we got them in October because every year we miss <laughs> out on getting them because very organized parents get their miles before me. But we got ours this year. But even something simple as he was like, where do you want them? And I was like, I can't decide. 
my mind feels tired and it's this decision fatigue that I feel that I'm at that I'm like we'll get there just calm down Poonam like it's it's just Christmas decorations <laughs> I <laughs> know but it, seems, but it does seem like such an important decision right <laughs> I think also it's the fact that the consumerism side of things to Christmas as well it seems to be on another level this year and I think maybe I'm discovering a little bits of it because um I have um you know a daughter who's obviously growing up and becoming more aware of Christmas before kids we just kind of put up some decorations and it was an excuse to you know have drinks with friends and you know go out for Christmas parties and things like that but now there is certainly a different angle to it and there are all these things I haven't been seen before like I was introduced to the elf this year I never really (laughs) understood what it was before to be honest I thought I used to find him a little bit creepy, um, but because she loves it so much, I'm suddenly in love with the elf now. And yes. Like, yes, that's such a great idea. And then there's this Christmas Eve box. I didn't even know that was a thing. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I need a Christmas Eve box or do I? Um, but there's a stocking as well. Hang on. You, do I have to fill the stocking with things? Wait. And then does she need a Christmas present as well? I just, she yeah. probably, you know, she doesn't really, but it's all of these things that, um, I guess the commercial, you know, commercial side, it just feeds into that as well, that there's just a whole long list of things that you feel like you should be doing. Yeah. Um, What was another one that I saw in the supermarket the other day? Oh, like a plate that's labeled, you know, the plate that you leave out on Christmas Eve for Santa. Oh, yes. yes, So, you know, Rudolph snack, this is where the mince pie goes. And I thought, I just used to leave a normal plate out when I I was remember the whiskey. Santa loves the whiskey. (laughs) Yeah, our whiskey gets drank very generously (laughs) by Santa. We might have to put out like an extra... (laughs) couple of shots this year but this year we'll need to leave some hand sanitizer as well and a face mask that's what my son said and I think it is it's processing the very unusual conversations that we are having with our children with our families about the practicalities of how it's going to work out Mm. like many of ours like you know our kids haven't had access to extended family members um for me, I don't even know yet if my in-laws are going to be able to come up from London or not. And I think you're you're trying to kind of navigate a very strange time while still trying to keep the energy levels up for your family. Mm. And young children particularly, you do not want to take the magic of Christmas away in any shape or form. So I think it's it's finding the balance right now of the fatigue as a parent that you're feeling at the end of this kind of weird year and the hope that next year is just going to be wonderful. And yes, there's lots of good news at the moment with the vaccine and, you know, we're trying to process that. But at the same time, we just want our kids to have as normal a time under the most abnormal situations and hoping that it will not scar them, which hopefully it won't do. Like, But for me, like my son's seven, we, you know, gave him the most magical surprise last year, um, but also properly ruined Christmas probably forevermore. <laughs> and the, at the time when we booked it, uh, we took him to Lapland last year, but at the time we booked it, we never thought we were going to have another child. So we thought, you know, once in a lifetime and all, we pinched ourselves a billion. We still pinch ourselves when we think, how did we ever afford to do what we did? You know, like, and we'll never be able to give a Laura that. Like when we were we were there last year, we were just like, it's such a shame. We'll never be able to bring a Laura back. Oh. <laughs> we saved for a lifetime trying to think how many. But I think it was wonderful. But then, you know, crash landing to where we are now. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, 
how are we going to just make this year a little bit special? <laughs> but I think it is. It's it's just about taking it one step at a time and understanding and appreciating that we can only do what we can do in the circumstances. And actually, to be honest, our kids don't know any differently and they don't care as long as they have fun. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. And they are not privy to the comparison game that we parents feel. Mm. And if we widen this out, to be honest, I'd say that I continuously feel pressures when I go on to social media or look at, at media in general and feel that I see mums nailing it. Now, I appreciate that people probably think that I'm nailing it. The reality is like it's never like that behind the scenes. You are forever just trying to pick up pieces and scramble your way through you know, situations and trying to make the most of it, hoping that you're giving your family like everything that they need and want that kind of fear yeah exactly and I think it's also um I decided that with Christmas and probably with everything in general as well it's about stripping it back to the things that really matter as well um and again that is a phrase that is said a lot but it's because it's there is so much value in that statement um uh, you know before I was listing all of the different things that you know you can buy and that exist for Christmas but you don't have to do all of that. And like you said, it's, you know, it's not our children that are asking for specific little things. They are so happy with, for example, advent calendars. There are so many different, you know, beautiful, elaborate ones, and you can make them really unique and personalize them. But also your kid will be really, really happy if you just buy them a normal dairy milk advent calendar as well at the end of the oh, day. absolutely. <laughs> in fact, isn't that for all of us, isn't it? Yeah. Except for like, I'd probably eat all of mine in one go at the way that I'm currently feeling. <laughs> May have already cheated and eaten a few extra days that I shouldn't have done. Sometimes but- I, tr- I try and exercise self-control so I don't eat one on one day. So then I, the next day I know I can have two. Yeah, see, I, that's I quite hard. Yeah, <laughs> self control of me like this year. I'm just like, oh, do you know, you f- I find myself just going, do you know, I deserve it. I mean, you know, it's 2020. I'll just have tomorrow's <laughs> too. And then tomorrow comes along. I'm like, hey, I need a chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I say self control. Right. Like, absolutely yeah. right. Like, I try to connect, particularly right now, when I try not let the kind of sadness of this year overcome the positives Mm. is that I always look back to the Christmas memories I've got as a child and actually none of them are about the things Mm. they're about having fun with my sister and having this Christmas holidays having my mum and having lots of nice food and actually it was always us like most of my extended family live in India or in Norway and actually we weren't able to see them Mm. and But what was lovely was just that time. And I think that that's what our kids ultimately crave. They want their parents to be present. They want them to slow down. Mm -hmm. They want to have that holiday feeling, Mm -hmm. board games, the Christmas movies, the hot chocolates, the marshmallows. And actually, all of that is actually what means most. But because society has groomed us in a way where we think it's all about the things, the bigger, the better, Mm -hmm. um, the comparison game comes in. And you think, well, should I be doing that in order for my kids to to feel that they're having the best time and the the reality is not at all. Mm-hmm. They just want you. I, yeah, that's so true. And I think it's those little things as well that um, 
like the hot chocolate and the, you know, snuggling up under a blanket and watching their favorite movie um, or introducing them to, you know, uh, to Christmas themed movies as well. That sort of thing is so, and things that are like, they carry that nostalgia, uh, don't they, with them? Things that you had maybe as little traditions um, when you were little that you can pass on to them as well. And the, do you know what the funny thing is? I was stressing about it with my husband. My husband turned around and said to me, just again, you know, don't worry about it. We're, we're going to have time together. She's going to have a great time. And yeah. just try not, don't worry about that external stuff. Yes, let's, you know, if you want to get a tree up and, you know, make the house a little bit cozy and festive, then great, we'll do that. But there's no need to go out and buy loads of stuff. And I think that sometimes yeah. that's, that's the impulse, isn't it? You think I need to go and buy something therefore mm-hmm. to make you feel like you're doing something productive. Yeah. yeah. But actually we don't need to. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's re- connecting with the sentiments of Christmas. You know, it's that time of togetherness, but also of like helping and giving. And actually some of the things that we can teach our children are invaluable lessons that they will carry for the rest of their life, which is, you know, it's Christmas time, what can I give? Mm. As opposed to just what more can I get? What more can I get? And I think that, you know, after we had a chat, I, I did sit down and I was like, it's okay. Like there's there's no urgency. There's no rush. Mm-hmm. Nobody's twisting my arm. Like that's just something that I feel triggered about when I saw everybody else doing it. But mm-hmm. that's the nature of things like media and social media um, or even like looking at what your neighbor's doing over the fence. Like we're just humans. We're, you know, uh, creatures of habit and all tend to kind of fall into that trap where you always want to, your default setting is thinking that you're less than. Mm -hmm. Actually reviewing where you're at and rejoicing what you can give. Um, And when we tend to, every year we've done soup runs for the homeless with my little boy. We've done that since he was really young. Um, Because that's kind of, when I grew up, that was something that was really important to my mum. She was always like, always you know, help those and look at those that have less than you and what can you be of service to them. And so this year we've been looking at, you know, ways of what can we do to to kind of, whether it's raise money this year, the big thing, which I'm loving is all about supporting small businesses. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's so many positives that we can actually impart on our families and try and simplify perhaps Christmas for ourselves and accept that if we need to be slow, then that's actually not a bad thing on the back of what has been a very fast, not even like fast in the sense of physical, but actually emotionally and mentally, it's been such a fast evolving year. We have all had to make decisions mm-hmm. at speed that we've never had to deal with before. So right now, if we just need to scale it back and say, I'm done, that's okay too. Yeah, I totally agree. I think you're right. I think you were saying earlier about how you're not even sure how you feel. And I think I feel the same way in that sometimes I don't know if I'm coming or going. Yeah, I can feel happy one day and really motivated and think, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to nail Christmas. And then the next day I'll think, oh, I can't be bothered. It doesn't matter. You know, and it's, um, it's so up and down. And I think that that goes hand in hand with, uh, you know, uh, bringing up children as well. Um, it's very, um, unpredictable. 
but I had a bit of a light, I had a light bulb moment. So it was interesting that you were talking about kind of giving, um, and the different, um, charities and ways that you can support people who have less, um, or people who are in need. And so our, my daughter's nursery, they were encouraging us to pack a shoebox um, for gifts um, that, that could be sent to a child that needs them. And it was after we, I got off the phone to you actually, and I was in the supermarket and I was going around and I was trying to pick up a few things. And I actually found it really hard to decide what I was going to put in the bas- in the basket. It just all suddenly felt so personal. And I was mm. like, what if she doesn't like frozen? What if she prefers this other kind of notepad? What if she doesn't want crayons? What if she wants felt tips instead? I I found it, yeah, I just found it really difficult to do. I think it's probably because I was just having this realization that all of the external noise and items, Christmas items, they they don't really matter. Um, There are some people who will be so severely affected by what has happened this year and just be glad that they've managed to get to Christmas and, you know, we've kind of made it to the end of the year. Um, and it was just that realization of what matters is, this, yeah, the simple things, mm. helping those who need it, supporting those who need it, focusing on your family and giving your family the, the time as well, because yeah. yeah, we all need it for sure. Absolutely. I really, really heart all of what you said there. And I'd probably say like another special thing that came to me as you spoke there is just this Christmas gift ourselves especially as like new parents gift yourself that like time to rejoice that you've got this far especially like anyone that's had a baby like in Mm -hmm. lockdown I say this for me and I say this for you because I feel that we rarely practice what we preach when it comes to these things yeah I think you're very right about that (laughs) but I think that we just need to like really give ourselves a pat on the back and say, you know, we've we've come this far and this will be a Christmas that we will never forget for as long as we live. You know, it will always be, remember that Christmas when it was a <laughs> pandemic and we stressed about the Christmas trees being up a week later than everybody else. I know. But actually we'll have that picture of our children on Christmas Day and we'll be with our families and we will just feel grateful for all that we have got that we are in health that we've got as far as we have and that hopefully next year will be a much better brighter year for all of us so that next Christmas when it comes you know we will be having a very different conversation and actually maybe looking back to this one going wasn't it so much quieter where we didn't have to entertain (laughs) everybody (laughs) saved a lot of money along the way (laughs) Um, and I think yeah it's just trying to stay present and keep reminding ourselves that we've got it we've got this far we've got it in us to go into the next year full of love light and all that comes with that yeah definitely and I think that for us especially, uh, we've spoken about this before. Obviously, a lot of people are looking forward to the end of the year and thinking, you know, 2020, let's just get it over and done with. We're ready for the new fresh start. And I very much 
agree with that sentiment for so many reasons, but also 2020 for both of us gave us both of our babies. So it was such a special year. And so when people are saying, oh, you know, we don't want want to see the back of it, I'm thinking, but actually it was, it was an incredible year for us. Um, So taking a moment as well to appreciate that and treasure these little squidgy humans that have been brought into our lives as well. Um, yes. that actually both of us for different reasons potentially thought that we would never see. Yeah, absolutely. A little miracles. And yeah. I think that's what this time of year is about. It's, it's just looking back and, and thinking of all that, that matters to us and our families and our life. And, you know, the comparison thing will always be there. It's, it's a very toxic phenomenon that exists and we'll do it. If it's not Christmas, we'll do it for you know, all sorts of other reasons, uh, which I'm sure that we'll cover in in later episodes because we very much fall victim to them all the time. It's human nature. But remember that you are very much the only version of you. You are the best thing that's in your children's life. They know no differently. So don't give them any reason to think differently. Um, And just really hope that, that this Christmas you're spending the time enjoying it with your family. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this deep dive. It was a little bit different, but we really wanted to share our thoughts and feelings on this very topic. We hope that you enjoyed it. And do remember that we love to hear from you. So any feedback that you can give us will always be welcome. And remember to tag us in anything at the Medic Mum podcast over on Instagram or at uh, hashtag TMMP. And we will see you again for the next episode.